on the seventh day, God created the right man and said, go forth with your full head of hair, my son. So church on a Sunday, as Righty will be preaching the good word of football any given Monday. And here we are. Welcome back. What episode are we at, Freddy? 27. 27. That's good. How are we, boys? Good. Good, good, good. How'd you just pull up after our first trial Saturday night against the Fish Eaters, the Brothers Brethren at Stafford? Uh, did, it, did it finish up 20 all? 18 all. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So, wasn't a bad result. We just, a couple of little things. I thought our energy and effort was great. I just thought we played some dumb footy. Turnovers coming out. Yeah, a lot of turnovers. Yeah. They had a lot of ball. Yeah, and they're, they're a good side. They're mm. going to be up there about. So that was a fair effort. We we were taking it to them at times. Mm. We're asking questions. Dana, you're middle forward now. Well, I was a bit sore, not going to lie, after the game. I, right shoulder, a little bit sore and a little bit sore on the hip, but that's about it. Sort of pulled up pretty well. That when you bring a secret misses to the game, you've probably got to play well, don't you? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. We Can go. we talk about that? Because oh, there's enough questions about it on the Facebook page. Right, we'll get to that in a bit. I think while she's half rinsed me already. Because so. I just thought your mum dyed her hair blonde. I didn't <laughs> oh, well. Ouch. Jesus. There you go. How'd I'm you sure pull if that's up? a back end of compliment or not. <laughs> How'd you pull up, Freddie? Oh, uh, good. I just... Um, I... I think what I play half the game, like I got a 15 minute, then a 15 yeah. minute. Um, and soreness goes, I'm, I'm pretty sore for playing only half the game, but yeah, it's good. It's good to just dip your toe back in. How are you game. liking the new, uh, not the new role or a different role to what you were doing last year? Uh, I just, I just like, no, I kind of, even though I dis, I don't like playing halfback that much, but I do like knowing that that's probably where I'll be the whole year. Like I know if yeah. that's where I'm going to be, concentrate. That's, yeah, I'll concentrate yeah. on it. On getting, building your combos yeah. and, and so forth with that. But yeah, I, I think we got a team there that's going to be easy to direct around as well. So Yeah, a lot of, a lot of eager blokes. Yeah, well, there's good signs even from the first trial and that's um, still a lot of blokes coming, a lot of blokes that didn't play. Yeah, even yeah, good players didn't play. It's a heap of um, heap of changes to be made. Also, from what we had, whether they were ones boys or threes boys, it was all looking pretty good. So, um, you know, with being a half, you'd sort of take a lot of positive signs from that. Seeing yeah, it's, there, it's good. Can, we were a lot better for the, for a first game. You could tell. I think that we'll run it three quarter. I thought brothers was kind of cruising a bit. You know, like it was for kind of feeling each other out in our first trial, but also because we had to wait after a cricket game and play underneath the weakest light. It was yeah, like candlelight yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah, that made it I cute. couldn't really see shit. It was like, you know, the legend of Bag of Ants when they yeah. bring the, the cars out to light up the, yeah, the yeah. course after it. It was kind of like that. Oh, but well, it's good. It's good. And you're fending the opposition already. That's good. Typical well, usually they're on the other field. I think yeah. there's better lights over there. Oh, 100% better. Yeah. yeah. But that's good. Woody's underway. The NRL, a few things happening there. There was plenty of trials. And they have confirmed that the captain's challenge is yeah, in effect. In. Oh, really? Round Interesting. One. Yeah. So from what I, I, I read up on it quickly before, because I haven't looked at it, because I'm pretty familiar with what the actual captain's challenge is from the NFL, but the NRL version, you get one unsuccessful challenge per game. So if you, it's got to be from a set start, like... One per half, I think it is, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. But if you get one, if you miss one, you can only get one unsuccessful one. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but if, if they're all one, successful, how many? One and a half. Yeah. You can go, you go again, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's got to be from a set a set start situation or a stoppage. It can't be like a dude's picked, a, someone's picked up a, a loose pill and he's running away and you go, captain's challenge, bring it back. No, nah, it's got to be. That was a knock-on or a forward pass yeah. or something like along those lines. Can they overrule a um, video ref decision? Well, if it's going to be a captain's challenge, it wouldn't go to the video yeah. ref to start That's with. That's the thing. Oh, okay. So they don't so put like themselves the captain's, in that captain's challenge would be like the captain would come up and challenge it and then they'd work it out then. If it went to the video ref, the captain can't challenge it after it's already out of the yeah. referee. Yeah, a bit different. And you know, fits what, the NFL very well because with the stop-start nature yeah, and yeah. they review scoring plays a, yeah. a lot. But, yeah, they, they it's an automatic review on scoring plays. Yeah, NFL, so it takes but, it out of, out of the um, coach's hands. But in the NFL, they get to look at a couple of replays before they throw in that challenge flag. Yeah, and they can be mm. tipped in by one of the assistants if they've seen yeah. something or someone in the box goes, yeah, have a, challenge that. Yeah, well, I think to... 
being it has to be off a off a set start, and the set start has so you can't just say like the play continues and you can't say I thought there was a penalty back there. You could go back and look at it. It has to actually be a call that's wrong. So a penalty gets called against you, and you can like, you can challenge like who it. touched yeah. the ball last yeah, or something like that. And so you can't just say I think three plays ago that old mate was offside or there was an escort back there. If the refs let it play, it has to come to a, the game has to come to a stop. You call your challenge on the call that was just been made. And if you get it right, you get another one. And if you get it wrong, I think you're yeah. Oh, shit, but just say, yeah. if you got five right, you just keep going, eh? You only yeah. get one. Yeah, that's the thing. You should be able to do that. And with some of those other rules, like you get to pick where the scrum is. I don't mind that. It'd be a motherfucker to want to defend. Oh, yeah. But as an attacking side, you go, we'll go from the middle. We'll yeah. stack a couple of blokes. You saw Parra do it Saturday. I bet pretty much every scrum they had, they were taken in the middle of the paddock. When you have big outside backs like Fergo and Sivo, it's not a bad idea to... Yeah. Uh, yeah. to and is that going to be implemented this year as well? Yeah. It is in... I know it is in QQ. Yeah. Oh, okay. It is this so, year in NRL So, well. yeah, uh, QRL rules are our rules. So, it'd be interesting mm. to see what take that like the local park footy referees have on it and things like that. Things like that. So, that should be very interesting. And... Apparently, with the captain's challenge, they did the fan survey, and that was the highest thing on the list. That's what prompted them to do it. So, fair enough. If the fans are asking for it, you can't complain now if it's if it's not if you're not if you're not getting the calls, sort of thing. Like, yeah. they will get some wrong. Yeah, it's like um, they're still going to be NBA yeah. in the NBA. Like, I was watching the Lakers play today against mm. New Orleans, and there was a. They looked at it three times to see who the... Who, Is that the ball who, out of yeah. Ingram's leg? Yeah. yeah, and that off Ingram's leg, definitely. And it looked like it was New Orleans ball. Yeah. And they gave it to the Lakers. And The Lakers used their challenge. And yeah, from <laughs> the, the referees review it, and from some angle, they saw the ball rotate slightly, so the Lakers get the ball. So that's the same sort of situation will be in the NRL. So if there's something that you think is 50-50, you just pull it up and have a go, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, I think so. That'll be just... Try your luck. Yeah, Especially I, if it's a second half. Yeah. You might get it, you You'd might not. you think with the NRL structure, it's going to have to be, compared to other sports, it'll be a way quicker where they have yeah. that, that uh, That's what we're challenge. hoping yeah. for. Like, you don't want to see it slowing down the game any more than it already is. Yeah, know? like how they do with video replays, how they've sped that up a bit. Once it used to take forever and people would get jack of it. But everyone's jack of it if it's something going against your team. Mm. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. We want to speed up the replays, but we want it to be accurate still. Or we might as well just go ref's call, the yeah. ref's original call. And I was thinking about this um, during the week when I was reading an article about when they were talking about uh, submission into reviewing the way the wrestle happens in the tackle. Yep. Um, and I know, we've, I, I know we've beaten this like a dead horse, but uh, but it's Melbourne, right, that's always under the microscope. Uh, microscope they're the best, because they're the best. So just say if... Who's the guy doing it from? Is it uh, the the ones that's ahead of putting into like analyzing all the all the defense and, and picking up on? Oh, um, uh, um, who's making? Um, what, what club is he? What club is he out of? Um, that Baker. Yeah, from, he's Mitchie Junior, and he works with Bennett. Yeah. But what is he at Rabbitohs now? Yeah, he's yeah. At Rabideau's and now, now. He's, and now they're trying to get him on board yeah. at the NRL, just because. You know, he's a deep thinker and he's uh, got degrees in sports yeah. science. But you he know, actually spoke at my level too. But you notice well. how Melbourne's not complaining about anything? Yeah, because Melbourne, that's why they've been so good for so long because no matter what happens, they adapt. Yeah. Not, not like other sides. They say, this rule didn't go our way or the way the footy's been played now isn't going our way. Melbourne just adapt. That's like same as when the wrestle came in, Manly adapted. They got really good at it. We're, we're very yeah. good. So are the Sharks. And yeah. you got to, or else. Yeah. So do you think yeah, it kind of touches on a uh, on a point where it's like it's easier to complain about what someone else is doing yeah. well rather than adapt yeah, to it and exactly. do it well, just as good? Yeah. Well, the thing too, the talk was that Bennett, well, I heard this story the other day on a podcast, Bennett's never been a wrestling coach. And when Bellamy was the assistant at the Broncos, he brought a wrestling coach in. And Talos even said back in the late 90s they had a wrestling coach. And then he said, no, nah, it's not his go. And arsehole it. Bennett likes to play it a bit faster. And he's got that sort of side. Mm -hmm. Coaches, that's why you can't have them on the rules committee, I think. Because Matt John said once, coaches are unscrupulous people. 
you want any rule that will help your team. And if you're fast and flowing, and Melbourne are the best wrestlers because they've got Connor's dad, John Donahue there, who, and he works with AFL clubs as well, so he's not just exclusive to Melbourne. And he has been done things like being Nelson Mandela's bodyguard and things like that in the past. They're, they're just great at it, controlling the ruck. Now we're all doing it and everyone wants to try and be them. But you've got to do it like the Sharks and Manly and that do. You've got to have a bit of fucking variety on this because you can't, you're not going to go in and beat Melbourne through the middle. You've got to play them on edges. Mm. You've got to get away from them. And you've got to just, but you've got to stay in the re, in the in the fight with them and stay close, and pepper them. You're better off probably attacking between the between the twenty and the twenty than you are mm. getting into the twenty because they'll just slow you and give away a penalty. The Roosters are pretty good at uh, pretty bloody good at it too, and this is no sledge on anybody. But when you've got great defence and when they allow things like they let you give away a penalty, we've got a six point lead, give away a penalty, we'll back our defence. We'll just keep giving away penalties. Eventually they may score, eventually they not. Yeah. And those sort of things where you have to adapt to these things. If you don't, like, that was one thing I used to say about when the Walker brothers said they could coach an NRL site. And they were big on skills. And they said they did what they did at Ipswich with part-timers. What could they do with a full-time squad? The only thing is, with the way they they want teams to roll through their sets fast, when their style would go astray, like those short kickoffs weren't working, you've just given up 30 or 40 metres. Yeah. Mm. So someone, or the kick doesn't go 10. That's even worse because you're getting a penalty from halfway. Yeah. I think they'd struggle in the way that you'd beat some sides, but you'd be like that sort of unpredictable side that kind of like with the flair, like the natives, where you don't know what day you're going to roll up and you could just get choked out of it in the first half. And when they're ch- when they were chasing points, they weren't super successful at chasing points. Ipswich, when they're setting a tone and running you ragged, they were great at it. Yeah, yeah they they wouldn't. I don't think they'd be good enough at adapting a side to like a whole to, side. Yeah, a whole they side to, come in to and, NRL. Like, they could come in and work with you um, as an attacking coach. Yeah. and be great and vary certain things up. Exactly. But like that's one thing I noticed when I was at the jet watching the Jets the other week, Kieran Landers finding more of a, a balance mm. between playing direct yet playing with a lot of offloads and a lot of freedom. So it'll be interesting when, maybe not this year, but when they start getting some more blokes in there, start getting some of these blokes who are experienced in, in interest Super Cup footy, how they go and how he develops as a coach. Because he did sound like a very intelligent bloke, Kieran Lander, and I really enjoyed the chat. But just be, it'd be interesting too when you're going into the NRL and you've already got blokes that have got ideas how they want to play football. Mm. So you're trying to bring a whole new style in. Yeah, and like into a club that's already got like a set system. Like you, yep. someone's not going to walk into Melbourne when Craig Bellamy leaves and try and make it a make them not wrestle and make them flow and be this flashy side. When Melbourne play um, a Warriors yeah, style exactly. football. Exactly. When Melbourne's just been wrestle you, choke you out of it until you can't breathe anymore, and then they'll put their they're big, fast outside backs over in the corner. Michael so. Maguire did it when he went to Wigan, and they had success over yeah. two years. And Sean Wayne, who's now the England coach, and went on took over from from Maguire. They wrestled a lot, and they said that they were complaining about it then because it was that free flowing footy. But you've got to slow blokes down to your speed. Yeah, if you know where the weapons are, take that. You got to take your time mm. timing away. Their timing away from them, and that you know what they're bringing. To the, what they're bringing to the table from their set, from moves from set pieces and so forth. But you think you think you got to stop that. You think it's real transparent when a uh, an NRL club brings in a I call it kind of like a tournament style structure mm. where it's it's you can tell that it's only going to be good for that year yeah, or yeah, that yeah. year and a half yeah. because I I always bring it up but like Parramatta that one year you know it was get off quick let them run down the field and it did work yeah. for them. Yeah, like you, do you reckon that like, other teams? When they bring, and I kind of look at it like with Melbourne, they've got such a big backbone. You know, they've they've got their they've got their blueprint fucking sorted, yeah. and they can kind of vary. But they just, if someone knocks on and stuff, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, yeah. But with, with a team that doesn't have that big backbone, they try to throw caution to the wind and add like a tournament style for that year, and it does work and for them. But then it gets crushed. Like the West Tigers mid two thousands when they won it. Then they changed the ruck speed and brought in, and yeah, uh, brought in the, the better wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, they they started their period of dominance. Well, that year they won it. They 
to play the ball, fuck me dead. That play Almost the ball speed touch. was incredible. Like, do you Super League was like that. Yeah. Do you guys find it easy to and see when you're watching that? Oh, you're like, ah, oh, this isn't going to be, uh, mm. what, like, this isn't going to, what gets them out of the bottom. Look at example of our footy. When you play against sides enough, you start to work a few things out. Like with brothers the other night, all they've got a lot of talented blokes there, but I've watched them enough over the years to work out what a couple of their main plays were and they were going to, hit their strike fullback coming in and it didn't disappoint. Was he not everywhere that I told you'd be, don't know. Yeah, and it was, yeah. and you could see that. And so you, you, you've, if we can work this out just by watching, we yeah. don't have any video. So watch a couple of master games, coaches yeah. like Trent Robinson, Bellamy, even, um, I'm wondering what uncle Wayne would be like if he's a massive video on that. Sam, Vo- Sam Voorhees, the new Melbourne attacking coach. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, congratulations to uh, Triggs at West uh, getting a new assistant in Sam Voorhees. He, I'm sure that'll bear a lot of fruit for the club. Just on that quickly, um, just got to issue a quick apology to someone <laughs> from last week on Joel Romolo. Uh, I said Joel was currently still in jail. That's That was incorrect, so apologies to Joel and his friends on that. Uh, he has been released and has served his time and is back to his normal life. He hasn't, you know, uh, I think he was released a month before, but just want to apologise for that and I uh, hope that didn't cause anyone too much stress. Well, nothing you can sort out over a couple of years with him. Yeah, that'd be fair yeah. enough. And we were talking about Darwin Rugby League the other week when Walshy was on. If a guy like him is playing in a comp, He's gonna yeah. he's gonna dominate and he's gonna oh, yeah. he's gonna drag players to your club because he's that good. He's a nugget, eh? Fuck, yeah. He's a unit. And those sort of things too, like that brings me to with a guy like a Sam that we all know well and all his talents. When does ad lib football and individual brilliance? When does that become a hindrance for a team? When it doesn't well, pay off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the, and that's the thing, timing. <laughs> everything's timing. You know, like. <laughs> Being able to win the game, but you've got to... It's like, you know, playing poker. You know, you fucking don't show your cards until you have to. You know what I mean? Pick your moment to make big plays. Yeah. Who's, Freddie, you have blokes you've played with at any level. Who was a bloke who had that sort of individual brilliance that you played with it, but he knew how to pick it? Like, you know, just go, mm. bang, I'm, I can do this now. Um, one, of the, one of the ones that stand out was... Because he was, I was obviously get get kept in Reggie's for it, but uh, Dennis Sandow. Oh yeah, very yeah good. Dennis. I Sandow, think he was, he was playing, Chris Sandow's cousin or something. Yeah, yeah. he, he, he was, was playing good fullback at Sunny when Coast. they won it. But man, just his because he were, it was like he kind of was like structured ad lib, you know, like he would do it, yeah. turn it on when he wants to, but it yeah. wasn't it wasn't putting the the team under the bus when he did it, but just yeah. And that's what I'm interested to see about Dano, like Michael Purcell. Now he's at ETH, mm. which is a club that plays a lot of structure because they're in a Melbourne system. How will a guy who's come from very ad lib there at Ipswich fit in to be able to play structure? Some blokes can adapt. Mm. Some blokes can't. Some blokes might not be as uh, won't be as dominant. They won't get the ball when they want. They may not be able to handle. Uh, what um, that Craig Hodges and that wants him to do, he'll he'll there'll be things defensively and attackingly that he'll want him to be able to do that he didn't have to do, like different responsibilities, mm. especially the defensive side of it, like um, which may not have been as massive a uh, requirement at Ipswich. Different styles of footy can it can make or break it. You know, some blokes leave. And they're never the same player. Yeah, well, that, that happens at all levels of footy. Even like in the NRL, you watch blokes go from one system where they're expected, like they've got a certain set of expectations under a certain coach with a certain side, and then they move clubs, and then the expectation of them is completely different, and they're playing a different role. Might They might be in the same position, but playing a completely different role to what they were before. And you see these players, they, they're never the same. So like the same as... They might thrive under it, and who knows? They also might might crumble. Like a bloke like Purcell, who's um, who's very talented, very skilled. He might go to a really structured club like like East, and might get bunkered down to a structure, and then sort of fade back a bit. And yeah, sort of yeah especially if you pack. tried or, to like put some muscle on or something. Yeah, some blokes can you know can beef up, and it takes away their effectiveness, especially 
outside backs if you lose start or a fullback where you're doing where you're running doing plenty yeah, of running a lot there's a lot and most NRL fullbacks I've got a fair rig on them for the amount of running they mm. do there aren't too many small uh like small like lean blokes you know what I mean like Sharks fullback uh Will Kennedy his dad was a star in the bush and played a bit of and played a few years at Balmain he's a he's a super talent it's just I don't know how he's going to go regular NRL um, playing fullback. Like, mm. I hope he gets his chance. I hope he does well. It's just that they muscle up on you a lot more with kick chase. Like, there's yeah. become that trend with fullbacks over the years. They're like, getting bigger for sure. When, when Hayne was in his peak and he's a big body, Tom Travojevic's big. Um, Tedesco's not a small bloke. Tedesco's still 90 kilos. That was running around at fullback. It's still a big unit. And, like, and coming back fast and yeah. elusive. And blokes like him who come back fast and, and you, you're you never going to get ball and all on him because his footwork's that good, his feet are that good. Yeah. You're always going to be reaching to get him. Like, um, You can't have a small bloke coming back that's... He'd just end up getting ragged. Like it's, you watch and the, that was, the sides that start their sets the best. Like The Warriors have got RTS at the back as a unit with two big wingers. And then you got... Um, like the Chooks who got two big wingers and a and you got Tedesco Brett Morris who you know just super a, veteran yeah who, exactly those those big back threes get set started pretty well so if you're going to be a fullback and you're going to be small you better want to have some some form of real talent like Papenhausen's not the biggest bloke but fuck he's electric and, and he's that quick. fast twitch yeah fast twitch five at speed and that's one thing if I want to be critical of of our side on Saturday night outside backs. Besides, besides Walshy and Shane, wipe your mascara off, <laughs> dig in, and start getting dirty. Because we're here to win games. If you want to do that, you can come over and fill up the water bottles for me to run out to everybody. That's <laughs> start getting involved. Roll up the sleeves, boys, because it's time. Start earning your paychecks. But like in the in the nineties, right? It was like sometimes Dell. Dell, look at him. Like he played back row for a while. <laughs> yeah, but like you could go like. Oh, he's big and strong, so he's lacking in fitness. But now mm. it's just mm. big, strong, fit. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like the bottom the line, way, the, the way level. The way people train these days is incredible, especially full-timers. Like, you get blokes who play part-time footy who are just absolute specimens, fit, big, strong, know what they're doing. Then you imagine you get a full-timer who's 95 kilos, ripped as fuck and strong as hell and knows exactly what he's doing out there. It's incredible, considering... 20 years ago you, you could have some blokes had it all but there's also a lot of blokes that had he's big and strong he's not fit or he's fit as fuck but he's little or he's like and they'll put a red line through you if you're not meeting the physical criteria at some yeah. joints and like and that was a thing like with George Rose he did exceptional to have the career he had yeah, when he would not have been yeah. yeah you can't tell me he would have been enjoying another that one cardio and Tukey, you know, yeah Mark Tukey all those blokes cold hero. <laughs> all those yeah. sort of blokes who certain physical certain trainers adapted uh, what they wanted to do for them to be fit enough to play top there's league. even blokes who um, like obviously there's this always is here about the stories of blokes trying to cut weight to get in shape but like even from the Tigers last year that Luke Garner he was he was very good for him at the start of the year and had a few injuries, but in the preseason they've said, "Mate, you're back rower. You're 94 or 95 kilos. You need to put on weight." Yeah, yeah. Look it's at like that. Like 95 kilos, and you wouldn't rigged. think it, but like um, they say, "Mate, we need five more on you." Boy, Boyd Cordner's over 100 kgs. Yeah, you know yeah. he runs like he's like fucking rock hard. Yeah, like, like and the way they play it too in the in the NRL, back rowers will take a tap. I don't know why we don't do that because yeah. if you're on that edge and you haven't yet the ball for a while, you hit one up, you get it fast. Then the middles are there to roll on, and yeah. we can work the things. Mm. I liked. I always like centers taking a tap. Yeah, you know, if centers taking a tap behind well, the prop. Jack Walsh could tap the ball, and with his strength and speed, he'll bend the line back and play it fast for you. Mm. And that's the thing we've got to get smarter at Mitchie on things like getting blokes to, who can do it, who can who can generate a quick play the ball to take the second last one, so kickers are getting a bit more time. Little things like that that'll take time, but good sides. They know how to do these things. And yeah. even in the NRL, though, I was watching, they were doing the grand final review on Fox the other week and the, some of the Roosters boys were sitting in um a, in the studio watching it and thing they were bagging Kiri for, you know, when he got that ball charged down and ended up hitting the trainer? Yeah, yeah. And then Robo looked at him and goes, oh, 
terrible placement for the kick. Yeah. <laughs> Things like that. Like, what, and two of them were just taking the piss. Yeah. But like, you boys both watched some. Um, yeah, I did. Trials. Get, I didn't yeah, get to see did. too much. Was there any high, well, Was there any things to take uh, out of it? Or it's hard to do yeah, with trials. There's some good young blokes coming through in yeah. low squads. They took it pretty seriously. That Para Penrith one. Yeah, the Charity Shield and, one. That was and, and, and yeah, those two. All those were in the country. Either. Although, like at Bega and where do they take? Um, where do they take the Shield out to? They go there every year. Um, that um, the Penrith game was in Bega. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. they got they they raised forty forty thousand bucks. Yeah, for the bushfire relief. And that know. that was not that was not including um, all donation stuff. They went way over three fifty. So that's they amazing. They raised three hundred fifty grand from donations at forty grand through the gate or something. Yeah, and then every try they put out. another thousand bucks in. Just twenty two all, like so there's so, about yeah. what four four, 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 four tries, tries each. Piece, yeah, so yeah. that was great. And going out to these country regions playing games, uh, Storm played. They were at Casey, our like, one of the suburban clubs yeah, there in yeah. Melbourne. They played the they played the cows. So things like that, like getting growing the support. I was um reading on one of these uh Facebook footy pages the other day. Some bloke asked about what the the promotion of the nines, how that was in Perth, and bloke said, uh, and one bloke replied, pretty rubbish, mate. If you weren't a rugby league person, you wouldn't have known it was oh, on. Oh really? So that's one thing that we've got to do more. Like this Peter Volandi. He seems he seems a lot better than Beatty or the, some of these guys in the past. Yeah, but things like that. If we're gonna, if it's coming to town, you just slap it on a billboard, slap it on the bus stop, fuck, put it Not everywhere. Hard. It's funny, you know how with the streaming services these days, how the NRL gets streamed over to the states yeah. very easily. And they said, oh, we're going to put some money into overseas marketing. And they did it in Atlanta. They put a billboard up. Oh, and then um, <laughs> Nick Newland, who plays in the USA side, he sent us a photo of the billboard they put up. And he goes, mate, it's not even on a main road. It's like back streets, billboard. Yeah. They just throw that up. And they're like, yeah, overseas marketing, tick. <laughs> so, yeah, they put up. There's no real effort been made there, right? Eh? Yeah, there was a thing. It wasn't like it was straight from as you're pulling out of the airport, like putting one at Toomble or Hendra or something yeah. where people are driving out and seeing that on Sandgate Road. Well, it's not that hard to get a fucking poster put up somewhere. We could I'd make a phone call to America right now and get a poster put up in my head somewhere. It yeah. doesn't mean it's going to reach people, you know? So it was like kind of a half joke, half... Yeah, but even... So they're talking about Even it. fucking billboards. Like, why not just get a list of, like, the top... 10 fucking podcasts in the USA, yeah. right? And get, amongst their advertisements, get them to advertise that and it gets way more views than any other media yeah. source does. Yeah, oh, definitely like, so. You go through, just do like a media-based like approach. You look at, you push it on Facebook, push it on, obviously on KO, put, try and get an ad during, an, like NBA has ads during fucking rugby league games. Yeah. What the fuck do we know that rugby league games I, during NBA? American NBA games, sport yeah. is... They promote it to the nth degree, like how they take games to to London and that, like and the NFL play at Wembley, the NBA play games over there too. They play games in Greece and Nigeria and and, and things everywhere. like that, and try like Mexico City. The NFL goes to. They don't want to. They don't want to expand to there, but they want the fans to be there, and they want people buying merchandise yeah. and possibly finding players from these regions one day to play on a roster. So, you get J-Lo and Shakira twerking yeah. over here together. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, look <laughs> at it now. We've gone back to the past with with that latest uh, NRL ad that looks mint. And they're using Tina Turner for half of it, basically, for that. <laughs> simply the best. We've gone back to what worked for us finally and just souped it up with some modern stuff, with some old stuff, and it looks so good. You know, that's the thing. Like, we've got to get smarter. and we've got to, we, They talk about promoting the game. And I heard like, um, who was it? Um, Isaac John saying, "Oh, they talk it. They're pushing all this international stuff, but you know they haven't conquered Australia yet. Where, where else are we going to? But you know what I mean? Like, holy shit! Like, think about it, man. It's all right. Like, well, you're selling shirts. Yeah. You know, you're not doing your best to promote the game. You're selling shirts, brother. <laughs> what the fuck? Just checked on our um, on the, on the live stream. We've got eleven people watching with us now. So that's <laughs> that's, um, that's are you sure it's not eleven hundred? Is there two zeros <laughs> after that? Um, Andy Scraper just wanted to say, "Old man, I'm assuming that's aimed at the pair of you." Yeah, probably more Freddy. Yeah, what was that? When old man, like um, like what Jeffrey said. When did we say that on this? Though? No, no, no. He oh, that's, <laughs> that's Scrape. Oh, Scrape's just Scrape. trying to do that. Happy birthday on Saturday, mate! I, I yeah. messaged him about oh Friday, I, I think. Yeah, it was Friday or Saturday. Yeah. 
yeah, but I messaged him about the game. I was like, bro, just come watch and then come back to training next week. And then someone told me on Saturday night that it was his birthday. And then on Sunday, I go, oh, and happy birthday for yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, so. Nate Gladden said, yeah, the boys. Yeah, good so, man. Mate. We're doing a combined uh, Rugby League in America slash uh, Any Given Monday podcast at some stage when we can all sink it in. We'll tap talk. into Nate's star power. He gets on all these all these football nerds. They always like to throw in Nate and that. You know, like it always, it amuses me. Yeah. Yeah, Nate, and not from Nate's end, he's... His promotion of the game over there, guys like stuff like the work, like guys like him and Stevenson, itself, yeah. yeah, they're getting to people through the old social media network yeah. that you're saying, which is more than let's get a billboard fucking made in in five back streets down. Yeah, that's really shocking. But I also world. think over there, if you're following rugby league and you're enthusiast, it's easy to probably find Nate and yeah, be like, ah, yeah. oh, shit, this guy's covering a shitload. Let's get on that. Um, yeah. Continuing on here. Um, Back to the Melbourne wrestling bloke named Chris Miller. You oh, yeah, Chris, Chris Miller. Miller. No, Chris Miller. He said, um, I spoke with Felice. I'm sure Felice Cafusi from the Storm. He said their instructor is jiu-jitsu trained in, in martial arts. So that's yeah, probably yeah, their wrestling that's, coach. That's, that's John Donahue, Connor Donahue's dad. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was a like been in military situations. If you've been Mandela's bodyguard, you're obviously handy at a few things. Yeah. Mm. I'd, say, I'd say a lot of the technique side of things would come from a variant of like just you know um wrestling with a bit of jiu-jitsu yeah yeah he used to do sessions like what was the afl version of the rookie the recruit they'd be on the beach and it'd just be a circle and the one that actually got viewers yeah, yeah the recruit yeah and they used to have to one-on-one tackle like like and you'd just be in your old shorts there and just have to tackle each other, rip in, like in the circle, see if you get pushed out of the circle and that. Yeah. And John Donahue ran that, and that looked pretty f- full-on brutal. So he's using that. His, um, smart smart know, idea, bring someone in who knows what the fuck's going on. Yeah. And then they, were, just, they were ahead of their time too, bringing him in. You know what I mean? Getting a bloke. And other clubs have good wrestling coaches. It's like S&C blokes. Not every – in the back in, way back in the day, clubs wouldn't have had proper S&C coaches or it would have been part-time now they're full time working out program. Look at it like with West Brisbane Panthers. Like you working in Freddie, uh, sending some programs into Shannon Fish, their head trainer and things like that, and working in uh, sending stuff for Trigger and start to to utilise in some of their preseason stuff. That's the thing. How far things have come along. Like they, they've got their sort of athletes they want in mind and shit. They want everybody to know how to do because yeah. they want to give themselves the best opportunity to win the brl comp and things like that so they're going outside the box tapping into your knowledge of s and c stuff and who you have been at cup clubs and been at copious amounts of teams around the world yeah you know, those sort of things it's um i think at the, that level and I, I reckon like some clubs get a bit i don't know but it, it's the, with the strength and conditioning stuff, you've really got to, at, at a Queensland Cup level and that, they got to be relying on you to also be smashing that yeah. outside of yeah. your football things because, I, you know, I know coaches would just want, would love to just be field the whole, and, yeah. and but they obviously have to offer that. But I think your real gains and stuff inside the gym are going to come from your, off your own bat, doing well, like not, doing the hard time um, yourself. If you're not doing your own gym at that level, like, yeah. are you really serious at all? Like, even sort of... Especially even, a young fella coming yeah. into Colts. Even, even a... In reserve grade or BRL, if you're not doing your own gym work, you you got to start looking at yourself. You notice it, you really you taking notice yourself it even seriously? at like park footy and open ones, open twos, open threes. If a bloke's doing his extras in the gym two or three sessions yeah. a week, his strength in contact will be a lot, you know, so much better. And things like that, like stats like... Um, if you can't deadlift deadlift 100 kilos, you are 70% more chance to get injured yeah. than blokes who are deadlifting way over 100 kilos, things like that. So they take those things on board. Yeah. You know, and injuries, if your body's not fit to play a contact sport, was, um, what's Seabold call it? We play an invasion sport. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. Nice. Cool. Cool, man. Cool. Um, do we like Seabold? Is he a good coach? Smart. What do you reckon? I, I think he's smart. He's think very he, smart. He'll be under pressure, but I think he's... He's doing things his own way, which yeah, I, I like that as a coach. Yeah, I he's tried to come in and definitely implement everything Seabolt's way. And 
I liked him at the very start of last year and at, at times last year I was around him, but there's also times you think, mate, fuck, what are you doing? And to, there's a lot of question marks over a lot of the stuff he does for me, like Pat Carrigan is captain on Saturday night. Interesting for a young punk coming Question through. mark. And I thought he was he was, he was was all right last year. He missed six tackles in that semi-final. Probably led to three tries down that edge. It's like... And you saw that, and yeah, he, he hadn't to play. Good player, but I don't know if he's the right a, choice at this point. In using, um, using the crackhead-looking dude, Turpin, using him on an edge where that yeah. just wasn't his go. He'll make yeah. a lot of tackles when he was a good hooker. And I know you're looking for someone, he liked his competitive nature, and he pushed up around the ball and that, but I, I think he was better off grooming one of those other young halves like Sean O'Sullivan or someone Who's like that. Who was playing hooker? McCulloch. McCulloch. Ah. So they're going to have to make a tough decision there. Yeah. With that, one of them's going to have to be on the bench. One's going to have to start. And do we have what, do we have another hooker that's? Well, there'll be some good. Any, but like, would do. would they we be got, thinking of using Turpin and yeah, McCulloch? That's what they. Yeah. Well, that's the predicted lineup for round one is Turpin starts with McCulloch on the bench. Yeah. But there's also a lot of hype coming at the moment around Corey Pakes. Yeah, util. See, and that would utility, take utility. Good that would, that would take away. One of the dummy halves. Yeah. If you wanted a guy who could play in the exactly. halves. Exactly. In the halves at hooker, and even in the Who back would somewhere. be the front runners for a halves? Oh, it's Croft and Milford. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. I think Croft's been killing it, like, and really liking getting away from Melbourne thing and being able to put his own um, print on a team, like, I can make this his own team, like, sort of thing. I well, think when he good. comes straight into the side and gets put into, like, a sort of a captaincy role in the... Um, Leadership group, yeah. Yeah, in the in the leadership group, so he's um he's jumped straight in the deep end, and now with Milford off his side, who's the who is an ad lib half, if he can just keep his head down and push the side around and let Milford do all the fancy stuff, then maybe he'll go back to working like it did with Hunt and Milford. But it's it's a it's a big maybe, and oh, it's, a, it's a long season, you know. It's and a, the fuck, balance, it'll be a long balance. season if we're not winning. We games. need something. Fucking O's. Getting the balance right is a big thing. Well, we've they'll lost, miss, um, they'll we've lost all three trials. So. And Maybe gonna, they need Voorhees attacking yeah. coach. I've heard he's good. I heard not. Anyway, They're going to miss the home invader because as much <laughs> of a grub as he is, he brings second phase. He always puts his hand up to go. They run a lot of those. How long is he out for? Is he done for the season? No, oh, possibly two months, what? maybe three. Uh, so it's that's not. Still, they the, don't know. It could yeah. be longer, but it shouldn't be the season. Well, they said he wasn't a. It wasn't a. Um, it doesn't require surgery, so there's potentially could be back in twelve weeks. Also, yeah. potential could be twenty weeks, which is pretty much his season. So. Yeah, it just depends how it comes along, and you see that complications with stuff, something they discover later on, and in those knee injuries could fuck you. There's plenty of people commenting on the live here, boys. What are they saying? Um, bring it up, bring it up, throw it out. One bloke, um, Ben here. He wants to know: Will the bunker last? Yeah, I think it will. I, I don't. Will. I think they yeah. won't change it. It'll be because. going backwards too much. Yeah, I think. I agree. And people would start. Well, I think it'd be sweet if the bunker was the commentators though, because they always seem to have it on point. <laughs> yeah, just throw it to the commentators who are doing commenta- commentary and bunker. I yeah. listened to a live stream uh, NRL uh, of one of the trials on the weekend, Manly and Cronulla, and there were blokes. There was this big solid kid who scored, and they called him Aaron Wood. Yeah, and he was about I, a foot taller than Aaron Woods. I heard and, um, and Polynesian. Aaron Woods was neither of those. Yeah, I heard. I was listening to some of the commentating of the Bronx Titans game, and they were saying blokes' names like completely wrong. Like you've like, just sort of been grabbed this. You're yeah. a different sport commentator, and you said, "Can you come and call this game for us?" Yeah, calling him Jack Turpin and stuff like that. Just like sim, like a bloke who watches the Broncos would know. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so like, on, good on from that. Yeah. Um, um, Cal Stewart said, "Surely the pod's going to Gundy." Pod? Yeah, we could do one. Go. Fa- we'll go Facebook Live Saturday night. Yeah. We've got yeah. a few guests. Maybe just yeah. uh, maybe just we've for a few, twenty because we'll probably we're, ramble. We're yeah. hoping an adults only probably. Yeah. yeah. We're, mate, we're hoping <laughs> to Isn't go. It always adults. Two a.m. We're hoping to go live 
in from the Gundawindi Barbell Club if we can swing that. That's it. I'll just break down some fucking lifts. Oi, but um, and in the sheds in after the game on Saturday night, and we walk in and everyone's getting unchanged. And Walshy, I think you and Walshy, yeah. Dano, know, like, yeah, get to see some fucking footy yeah, dick and hit finally. the shower. Yeah, let's get it. I did notice a lot of people wearing undies in the shower. Yeah, there. well, that's fair enough. If that's you really, know, you don't want to show the equipment. Make, it almost made me cry. I was yeah, like, it's back, is this under the younger boys? Yeah. Or? No, there was some older dudes. Like, People just not used not, to taking the getting the equipment out. Like, we what, should go live. Like we should go live during the shower during session the shower every Saturday session. night. Oh, oh, yeah, that yeah. wouldn't be that wouldn't get no dramas. <laughs> I made one rule for myself last year: is don't ever shower next to the kid again. But the only vacant shower was broken, so I had to sort of slide in. Yeah, and I was still, yeah we organised that. I once asked him to pass me the soap, and I grabbed the head of his penis, thinking that was his hand passing me the soap. <laughs> you didn't really want soap, did you? <laughs> that was just a cover story, wasn't it? Um, All right, anybody else? Joel. My brother Joel said, can we get back onto the chat from Chris Doyle getting folded by Troy Swift? He's actually sent the video into oh, Any Given good. Monday's page, so we'll yeah. have to get it up. This on, is a fair dinkum folding. Yeah, we'll have to get it up and we'll post it as well on the oh, shit, Any Given Monday's page. Yep, that is a whack. It is, yeah, good, a good solid whack. And your brother's coming out to play, Gundy, yeah? So yeah, a cameo is. appearance by... Former West Brisbane Panthers star Joel Adams. He's uh, currently residing in Melbourne and will be. He's on the look for a club down there Top in right Melbourne. Game. So if there's any Melbourne yeah. clubs looking for a good edge back rower, middle, fill in centre, yeah. Joel Adams is your man. Get in touch with us here at any given Monday, and we'll pull, we'll we'll send you his details. We're just trying to get the video up so Freddie one? can have a watch. Nah, here. I got it here. Have a watch on that, Freddie. Check it here. Freddie's just having some technical difficulties, but I just want to. Oh, my com- computer's slow as shit. It's a massive fix up. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. He's still pulling dirt out of his teeth, I think. Poor bastard, but. And who's in seven? Um, Ollie Olds. Ollie Olds, Welsh halfback. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Chizard won't live that one down. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to Chizzer. He wanted us to give him a shout out. Yeah, he did. Where's um, he playing this year? Um, I don't. Oh, was that Chizzer getting folded? Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. So Chizzer's going back home. He, but Chizzer probably got up and made 37 tackles after that. Yeah, yeah. And then went and had 4,000 beers. And yeah. Didn't sleep for a week and then did it all again. But uh, he's moved back home to, to Blackall. He's got a job out there, earning some big dollars. So he tells me he's not playing this year, having a year off. But. I'm sure he'll be down at the, the Blackall Maggies before long. And did he say he'd be keen for a cameo? Yeah, this he did say well? he did say something on Saturday night that he was playing up there. Yeah, he, he hadn't been to training around, yet though. Yeah. Is there any more on that? Um, nah, just Callum Stewart rambling on, but we can always ignore Cal because uh, Cal, we'll see you in a couple of weeks, brother. All right? Cal, yeah. <laughs> we'll try to find a spot for you, bro. Yeah, keep missing tackles, bro. <laughs> find a spot for you in our ranks. We may somewhere. We may see you on the bus on Saturday, just quietly. <laughs> All right, you want to start spanking through these? Yeah, yeah half yeah. them. Uh, stance from oh. the trial, how do you see the lineups for each team being for round one? Okay, I'll just go through every team one by one and <laughs> yeah. name a 21-man squad. <laughs> it's tough trials. Yeah, yeah, tough question. Most of the starting squads were probably three-quarters of what we'll play uh, in two weeks. But like with Manly, they had neither half, neither Travojevic brother, uh, the bench. The benches are the big thing. You yeah. don't know what. You're trying you've to got look at the young eight. fellas who are cementing spots. And then you get sides also like the, the Roosters who literally played like half nobody, of North Sydney and half of They said nobody just yeah and got wild. They didn't have one, like not one bloke from the grand final last year played and Newcastle put 52 points so, on them or Yeah, so, so yeah. Everyone's like, oh, Newcastle this. No, no. They you verse, can't, verse wine you can't on the worry about that. And Uzi, the OG... Why is Brett Kenny not an immortal four grand final wins state and Australia player king of Wembley? Oh, that was uh, yeah, and there's a he put up his stats. He'd won two tries in three consecutive grand finals. Uh, king Wally never won a, a game versus Kenny at five eight. Uh, interesting. And Wally was on the bench in that eighty eighty two Rue tour. It's interesting. For some reason he's a forgotten man, but there are a lot of blokes like that. I don't know why Langer doesn't get mentioned more when they're talking about all-time greatest halves and stuff like that. Do you think he will, though? Langer, Langer had massive success, um, like Rothman's medal. Because in- rugby league is predominantly and always has been predominantly 
from New South Wales. Even though Queensland have like a strong rugby league culture, but you look back, New South Wales just write Alfie off because he had good Broncos sides and he had good Queensland sides playing with him, so he never got the attention he deserved. And like blokes like Joey, Joey was an out and out gun. He was a freak. But at the time, he was the golden child of the of the Sydney media, so his name would have been on top of every list over someone from Queensland. They, they played in the halves together for in a test in '98, Johns and Langer, and we won at 36, six something like that. Yeah. Lockyer at fullback, oh, red hot oh, side, oh. like red hot side. Milk me. Yeah, yeah so blokes like far. Menzies coming off the bench, ran off in the centres. I think Thorne was second row. Right? Yeah. They had a ripping side. Oh, it was one of the best. It was one of the best. Just saying that. You just they said they hockey. It must have yeah. been a good side. So, and then Paddy Jr. Who's, goes, I'll touch his related to premierships. Yeah, for yeah, he culture, yeah, culture, and for he jumps in inability to go five minutes without giving away a penalty. He does like a good arm swipe there. What is it with you and him swapping spots in the field? Who boy? Yeah. Oh, he asked me to go in and defend. In the middle sometimes. <laughs> He's like, can you go and defend in the middle? Give, I'm like, yeah, no Give doubt. yourself 20 uppercuts, you dope. <laughs> You've been training at West. You don't mind mentioning how fit you are. And you're pushing the half into, into tackling the middle. Lucas Sandig? Yeah. yeah. That's, Lucas. That's Why didn't Lucas play that night? His missus had her birthday up the coast. And he oh, Lucas said she was having, having a kid. I was kind of... Nah, nah, kept nah. That quiet. No, sorry about that, Lucas. Is it, will he be coming to Gundy? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, excellent. We'll right there throw on the trained. boots this year, and re- likely replace Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great question. What are you going to put him on once this year? Maybe twice. Oh. Twice. I've been uh, trained a bit. He's keeping so. himself in good shape. <laughs> yeah, right trained a bit, so I'm keen. Yeah, um, I'm down to my playing weight at 98. Danny Williams chimes in here. Is this the best local rugby league podcast in North Brisbane? Taped on a Monday between the hours of seven and nine p.m. <laughs> I think. Well, well, when we're top two hundred sports podcast in Australia, you would have to think that we have a certain uh, popularity out there in several communities, and people dig us. So when you're thinking about that, and he should just come on and have a fucking chat. Yeah, I reckon we should get him on here and see how he goes. He's another bloke who's secretly in love. I think. Who knows with that bloke? Out of a game wearing a cowboy hat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucked off his face. <laughs> um, so there's a couple of other. Any other questions there? No. I go to. Oh, that links up with yours, Dana. Way. Eh? That's the same yep. one there. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, there's yours, That's mate. Mine, yeah. It's only eight, eight comments, eight comments here. Um, who's the new girl at footy? How do you oh. meet? Is it serious or questions we need to know? Well, Jack did you meet her the weekend before or no? It was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I've heard it's been uh, going for a while. Uh, she cooks you dinners and that too, and doesn't know what to cook you. And my missus told her meat, cooking meat. Look how skinny. Where'd you meet her, Dana? Look, I was actually at um, Jaden Parsons going away dig. Yes, Jane oh, put this together. Thanks for the invite, She's, Parsons. Um, <laughs> Western Sydney girl, eh, from out near the, out at the Riff, I hear. It looks like you know more about her than I do. Jane stood with her at footy. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry. Is she of age? She's a good-looking woman. She's, oh, she's um, punching well. Pretty yeah. sure she's 26. Does but she listen to the podcast? <laughs> she might do. If you I hope do. so. That's good. Maybe. Anyway, moving on from this, yeah, keep going. Everybody... <laughs> Trigger. Just oh, yeah, yeah, that was, we've already that was about wrong. That. Yeah. I hope an apologies go out. Yeah. And, uh, he messaged me, goes, I'm only joking. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah. It's all good, but I didn't. I like to give the people the correct information. <laughs> Dana. <laughs> yeah, just threw right down the bus. I was like, uh, Trigger, right. just in case you're wondering. Um, but it was a great apology, mate. Yeah. It was a good enough. one, heartfelt, you know. Yeah. Can didn't. we talk about that um, photo there, top right there, of um, Cal. <laughs> Cal Stewart? So this is on the old uh, bonding camp. They've gone to the Esk, right? Is it? No, they um, went to Kilcoy. Oh, Kilcoy races on a Friday. So nothing screams a wild arvo than the Kilcoy races on a Friday. And also, you know he's very intoxicated because he's saying stuff. Yeah, In that yeah, photo, yeah. you can tell he's saying a word. I so think he's saying, kick, you bastard, kick. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Or he's like, I'm a defensive coach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for a Div 8 side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about Big Marshall Ty there? Big Marshall Ty. watch him play or? Yeah, did. 
went quite well for a bloke who'd never played rugby union before. I wish he'd come back, the lad. But he's playing with his two brothers, with Trav and um, and Shay. So it's a bit, you know, a bit of a family affair. So that's good. It'd be good if we could get him to Mitchie. But Shay loves his rugby. So yeah. I think the boys went along so they could make some memories and play alongside each other. Speaking of um, famous people's famous brothers, mm-hmm. Michael Offerdale. I'm going to get to meet him this weekend. Yeah. And he's, I talked to Offerdale today, he said his brother might be playing, he might not. So, But I told him, I go, half of our first side is going to have to play in that Reggie side yeah. as well. So get amongst it. We can In the scrum, we can talk flat earth and um, yeah. conspiracy theories. I just want to get on the drink with him. Yeah. Meet the lad, get in the drink. All right. Because he just, you tell me he's the, he's the funniest oh, guy in the family. He's, he's the funniest in the family for sure. Yeah, nice. Yeah. He's got to be unreal. Best looking, funniest, biggest dick probably. What's, um, <laughs> what's the go with the pub? What's, what's the name of this pub again? Queenslander, I think. Queenslander. I've been there. It's not... Whoa, how, how original. Right. You never go to many places without Queenslander. Yeah, Let me guess, we could go to the Royal they afterwards. Said, they or said the we, railway. Yeah, they or said the railway. Getting yeah. a discount of, of 25 bucks a head, but I heard that it might be uh, getting up $5 to get that <laughs> discount, you know? Nice. <laughs> And um, uh, is he expecting a big crowd out there? Like, I'm he- not sure because I talked off it out today. He was hungover, so he didn't want to bar of it. He was like, I'll talk to you later during the week because he hasn't drunk in a while. So Nice. So okay. they have billboards up and bus Yeah, is he going to be promoting it? Yeah. Is he going to be doing like ads and things like that, putting his fa- putting on his Facebook? Yeah. Do you tell him I don't play in front of any less than 400 people? <laughs> so if I get out there and there's just a few crackies fucking sitting on their skateboard at the end of the field, I'm out. Um, are we going to stop at the BP over. that he went to when he was 18 because he thought everyone hung out there? That sounded good. <laughs> when he story. went back there last year, yeah. Yeah, nice. <laughs> what, um, how many weeks away from round one for you? Uh, Not this weekend, coming yeah. the weekend after. So Fuck, that's going to be good, yeah. man. How good. Week in a bit. So this time next week, uh, I spoke to Big Al Weller. He had stuff on tonight, but he's keen to come on next week and do talk about the preview for the season. So we should we should pretty much know team list for round one by then, so it should be a um yeah, some do, a bit of, do a bit of a breakdown. Yeah, um, see any surprises like blokes that would have impressed in the preseason. And which magazine's still gone? Rugby League Week. No, that's gone, no, man. Big, uh, league. big league. Big league's yeah. the one. I'll be buying that every fucking week. Comes out yeah. Thursday. Nice. Thursday. Probably four fifty, five bucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. at the news agent the other day, it was 10 bucks. Really? Oh, that yeah. was the yeah, the oh, season, man. the, the pre-season. Season, yeah. season, I don't season know about that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not. That's just a one-off. The, the big, oh. the, that's the big one at the start of the year. You the know, season, like, the it's hard to talk. But you can read half that shit there. It's all speculation. I like to read the actual facts and yeah, the actual the, teams. Yeah. Because at the moment, everything that's in him is just predicted lineups, predicted this, predicted that. Yeah. So once the season starts, you... Yeah, where a coach could be just easing some bloke in and he's just not saying much. Or you read it four weeks out and then you get... Two blokes injured and one bloke's got to go here and then someone... Yeah, someone hurts. So it's been, it's been a pretty good um, off-season, eh? Like, got through it, not too many rapes, like, that were yeah. going on. Yeah, there was... Bronco blokes getting in trouble quite regularly, actually. There wasn't too much going on. Um, and even the trouble that was, a lot of it wasn't as serious as past years. Like, one that, like, you get a scandal like Joff and Gowie where he's asleep in his car with the aircon running and he gets done for... Being un- in control of a motor vehicle, like ah, yeah. as opposed to like in years gone by, you listen to Ben Barber throwing rocks at his missus at the casino and or whatever it is, you know. Like so, there has been some bad stuff. Obviously, you can't just sweep it under the rug, but some of the stuff that's happened, that's been in the news, has been rather minor. So you, you look at it as a bit of a positive. You take positives out of the fact that we didn't have the massive fucking shit storm that we had last year with Debellin and. And Barber and all that sort of stuff, but there look is... at that and with the Bell and who knows the truth to this. Yeah. But either way, he's not going to be playing football if his court case is in December, like at the moment it's scheduled. Yeah, there's two years of footy, and, and that's going to be hard to come back from. And he's taken the the Daily Telegraph to court for deprivation and stuff. Yeah, as well, yeah, def- oh, yeah, They had a um a, co- a cover shot of him, and it labeled. It said, "Oh, labeled him as a racist, as a rapist, or something." Yeah. So yeah. he said, I'm guilty until proven innocent. So he's taken him for yeah. deprivation and whatnot. So he's like, yeah, I'm not a rapist. I was, I was only having sex with the girl while she screamed, no, please yeah. don't do she it. She was only asleep knows, for like the first half of it. Who knows That's what right. this is going to be, but this is well, going to affect He's probably her. in jail. <laughs> That's the thing. Like this, eventually the truth's got to come out. And some other bloke that played lower grades at the Dragons and is playing local comp, he's... 
he's in the same boat. Just keeps getting. I don't know how much evidence they got, but you it's trial by media a lot too. Like you could know you're innocent, but you did shag this bird, mm. and your missus was pregnant. But we're not dealing with the moral side of it here. But the, the more this drags on, you know, and they want to make it. They like to make um, examples out of blokes like that. Like you know what I mean. So they want it to go to court, just find out the truth. You know, who knows, like, how this will go. And, and we've seen the NRL takes a pretty tough stand and, on things. And like, I do agree with so. this because when blokes were bashing their misses and still allowed to play and things like that, look, you know, and things, you don't know the full truth. Like, like who was it? Um, Jared Mullen. I thought he'd taken a performance-enhancing drug. That's what he got two years for. He also got done for selling coke. You know what I mean? And he's avoided going to jail, so he's looking to maybe play again yeah. in the local comp, which, fair enough, he still have the talent to be a, a great contributor down there. And if he's a changed man like Danny Wicks, when he mm. he did time and he came out sort of showing the way, listen, and ma'u ma'u, like mm. things like that, blokes have been in jail and turned over a new leaf and sorted themselves out. It's just the longer it drags on, everyone... Everyone think everyone assumes you're guilty, when mm. that's not the case. They don't. It's it's like you said. It's like you're guilty till proven innocent. Yeah. And even then, some people just say you had enough money to buy a lawyer. You know, you get the best lawyers to do that. This will be interesting with this, like, like an old and. It'd be and, sweet when like the women's NRL girls start raping boys and, the, the, and those scandals come out. Like these little <laughs> the tweaks, these little tweaks are just have like, yeah, seen, she fucking bossed have you, me. Have you seen some of these women? I don't think they're gonna we have to worry about them raping some you do have to worry about it i don't think that's their flavor Um, i wouldn't be worried about just them raping men they could be raping females as well so the one thing about them they don't have any scandal aren't they expanding that bigger this year the nrl Um, women i think it's i think three games is a bit of a g up it's i think cronulla have a side in the works i think there's one more newcastle trying to get it is it newcastle i think they're trying to expand it to a six-team comp Cronulla had plenty sure. of sponsors a few years ago, and they were dirty. They originally didn't get in. I'm not sure if there is, if there's any word on whether it will be expanded this year. Maybe one of our listeners can um, chime in. A couple of weeks, I thought. Let like us know. Three weeks is a fast. Yeah, if we um, get a girl listener ever, let us know. Yeah, <laughs> do the, do the <laughs> but, research and let um, us know. I think you're right. I think they are trying to definitely expand it this year, and I've, I've seen something about Cronulla. I'm not sure if there's another side. They don't want to dilute the product because yeah. they don't feel they have enough people at that level to play and i know and i've had this you know discussion with robbie bergen that like on grand final day when they're like the main uh they're the curtain raiser to the nrl where i think the cup mm. the yeah, the new set oh, what is it um interest super premiership and interest super cup final the national final you've got blokes who are in NRL systems playing in this. And blokes that have played. Like last year, you had Burley playing. Who had a cracking side, and a lot of them are back. A lot against of NRL a cracking um, Newtown side that pipped them. Exactly, who also had a lot of NRL players. And, and then you play that at 11 o'clock in the morning or whatever whatever time it kicked off, 12 o'clock, and, and no one's watching it. When you know? the Jets won it, and they brought that razzle-dazzle and beat Newcastle's Newcastle, reserve yeah. grade, you know, people were all... Um, you know, edge of their seat, loving that. Oh, wow, how good is that carnival atmosphere? I can see what Rob's saying. He thinks that, you know, it needs to be there because it's promoting the women's game and they've got to get the exposure. And I see a point, but it's hard. It's a hard call. Like, because the, like the, the New South Wales Cup and the Jersey Flag Premierships, they're played the week before. Yeah. You know, things like that. Like, you know, like, it's hard to do same as, like, Colts and New South Wales Cup. It's a hard call because with the women's comp, if you're going to do that, then make their competition longer, even even eight weeks. You know, so the, the two best teams legitimately get there. Yeah. They've earned the right of passage sort of thing. So what's the plan the rest of the week, boys? Uh, a couple of dates? No, not for me, bro. So I got, uh, I actually might have Friday off, which is good because Jolie flies in Thursday night, so I might get a, get a hit of golf in before we head up to Gundy and a bit of a rest day. So that's hopefully I got to work Thursday night, but so hopefully I earn the day off. But it's yeah. pretty much my whole week sorted. Oh man, um, no plans. I'll be conversing with other coaches at Mitchie, and we'll be 
uh, working a few things out, plotting a few things. Wish we had some video games. I like to dissect videos of games and mm. stuff like that. That sort of thing. In between, I'll squeeze in a couple of days at Body Fit at Champside, big Hemi Mullen, and, and then boys. some at um, Pit Stop, and then some yeah, at yeah, F45, no. and then no, a, no, a bit I, of PCL. So <laughs> I'll do that. That'll keep me active till we head to Gundy. Your wages Friday is morning. paying for every gym membership yeah. <laughs> in Brisbane. So, yeah, no, I only go to one. I'll be in Gundy for three days and get a barbell membership. Oh, he should be letting us go in there for free. It's not going to be packed, is it? Just go in there, throw some wine around, get a pre pump. Yeah, nice. Like, uh, what time are we heading to Gundy? Don't know. We have to talk to the boss. He, yeah. he wants to get there early. Well, we tried so we to get the boss out. on here, yeah. but yeah, he wouldn't come. Fucking, fucking so, Gundy, get those pipes out, bro. All right, yeah. So, anyone in the vicinity of Gundawindi on Saturday afternoon, evening, the West Mitchelton Panthers will be in town doing yeah. battle with the come local boys. Come get a boys. photo with the right man and watch a yeah. bit of footy. Yeah. <laughs> More than welcome. Uh, come join us at the Queenslander Hotel, the major sponsor of the local side there, and we'll regale you with stories of the Offerdale brothers <laughs> and some of their adventures. Offerdale said the bubbler could be coming out for a sneak peek, maybe. Oh, well, so yeah, get there early, get a, to, yeah. get a table. Get a table. So let's or, wrap this bitch right, up. Let's wrap it up. Do you for, want to quickly um, yeah. skim over the results of the trial matches? Yeah, go for it, Dana. So I just... Parramatta played Penrith. That was that charity match that was ended up twenty two all. It was actually a pretty good game. So there was they played pretty much two full strength sides. So that was a actual decent game to watch and that might reflect a bit on the on the season. Canberra played the dogs and beat them twelve ten, which I didn't get to see much of. Did you hear anything about that? Uh same score told the story. It was yeah. pretty tight. George Williams made his debut yeah, and he yeah, went alright, yeah. like you know, didn't go. Didn't, he wouldn't have played. They didn't play like big minutes as yeah. they do in trials. But it was pretty. Where was that at, Dana? That was in the country as well, wasn't it? Um, that was played at Port Macquarie Regional yeah. Stadium. So they're taking all these trials to the country regions, which is great. And the NRL have taken some actual fixtures there as well to places like Bathurst and Tamworth and that through the year. So that's fantastic. And Sunny Coast. So Sharks have got yeah. a game up the Sunny Coast. Which uh, is they've massive. They've got a couple up there this year, don't they? Sunny Coast. Yeah, they've got, and I think three. South, South are back yeah. up there. South love go up there. So yeah, that's good. So good for the country people to get some exposure, to some footy, and a lot of those towns struggling after bushfires and whatnot, pumping a bit more cash into them to help uh, the, eco- the economies recover. Yeah, um, Melbourne played the cows at um, Casey Fields, and they won twenty two fourteen. Five tries to three. I watched the highlights. Um, Melbourne were just Melbourne. Yeah, they they yeah. got to a decent lead. Yeah. Harry Grant played Harry big Grant minutes played and showed well. once again he is an NRL player and yeah. it's going to be hard to leave him out, especially with um, Brandon Smith injured early. Hopefully, yeah. Harry Grant gets a spot on the bench. Mm. Um, the Rabbits played the Dragons and won 26-12. Where was that at? I always forget. That was that. at um, Glen Willow Oval. Um, they score, oh, the is, that in, is that in Tamworth? I have no idea. Never heard of it. They always take them. <laughs> they always take them way. It's it's way west or western New South Wales. Um, d- yeah, uh, there's ended up being five tries to two, and Campbell Graham scored in the first ten seconds of the game. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. Because yeah. you even look on the on the um, NRL app, and it comes up with the time each try was scored, and it just says zero next to it. He was wasn't That's even a minute it. in, and they busted him open. But then they didn't score another try. Until like the fifty seventh minute or something, so but they ended up running away on the dragons, which is probably a fair indication of the highlights I saw. Um, the Roosters played the Knights. We touched on this one. Roosters played nobody. Knights played everybody. And Knights won fifty eight nil. Which you'd expect which is, playing a reserve grade side. Yeah, pretty much. We can skim that. Bronx played the Titans. Bronx went up sixteen nil in the first half. Ended up sixteen ten at half time, and then got run home by the Titans. Titans won twenty eight twenty two. Pretty average game from what I saw. I didn't get to see the whole thing, but it was that at Redcliffe. Yeah, yeah really. it looked like a ripper crowd. Yeah, it looked like a very good crowd. It's that sort of carnival atmosphere you talk about, right? I mean, it was, yeah, it was it. wasn't bad to um. Wasn't and a bad uh, Redcliffe played Winham in Cup as a curtain raiser. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, the Tigers played the Warriors. Um, the Warriors only scored the one try. They lost twenty points to six. They um, they run hard. The Warriors. But once they get in, in that good ball area... They was it a solid Warriors side? 
Yeah, yeah both, solid. Side, both sides are fairly Not a solid. massive crowd there. They took it. To, they weren't playing in Auckland. Yeah. But we'll see, it. we'll see how they go. You never know what the Warriors are going to bring any given time. The Warriors, the outside backs and the forwards are all running really hard. But when they get down the good ball area, they, they fell apart. They didn't know where they were going. So it was, they sort of let themselves down a bit. And the Tigers were, were good, not great, but they did enough for it. And the last game of the weekend was the game you watched, right? I mean, the Sharks versus... Manly and the Sharkies won um, 28-16. At um, former Cogra Jubilee Oval, they've called something different now. That's um, where they're, that's the Sharks, they're sharing the ground with oh, um, yeah. with the Dragons because Shark Park's been rebuilt over two years. Yeah, Net Strata Jubilee yeah, Stadium. Not hard to find a sponsor. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up. Yep. Been great. Footy's back. We're all getting a taste. Only weeks away. Yeah. God. So I'm sure every all the footy fans are all wetting their appetite. Remember, try and get down, support some local footy anywhere you go. Pineshire Cup, round three on this week, uh, probably at Sanford, I think. Um, I think it is at Yeah, Sanford. be at Sanford. So if you're out there in the Allen Cash Oval, get down there. Be great club, Sanford, I think. Sanford would have, they played Pine Rivers, they'd be, who would they play last week because they've already played Debra. Um, Pine Central, I think. Yeah, so they'd have Pine Rivers this week there. Yeah, they must do. And I heard there's an under-11s game at Sunnybank happening, so if there's, uh, if you want to go check out some under-11s football, (laughs) go down. Should check your local programs before actually heading to Sunnybank, but um, that may or may not, that may or may not be true. (laughs) We'll wrap it up now. Thanks everyone who watched us. On Facebook Live, we're thinking of changing that up uh, in coming weeks, just before the start of the season. But we'll still always be on iTunes, Spotify and SoundCloud. We're thinking of going to... Uh, the recorded going to YouTube. Yeah, recorded so and just dropping that at the same time as we drop the stream on. Yep, so you'll be able to watch us on that. We'll give you all the links and so forth because people will be keen as beans. To find out the what's going on with everybody here. And then I'm obviously sure. when the footy season's back, the show will be broken down into like review questions and yeah. shit talk and then yeah. uh, prelude to the yeah. weekend's games. Yeah, nice. That's good. Yeah. Something to look forward to. Yeah, and we want to try to get – it would be a good idea someone's mentioned about doing a footy and tiffin thing through the whole oh, system. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was Cal. Cal's ideas, yeah. man, as you maybe, can see. Maybe yeah. we can sort that out this weekend. I got they? it from James. Oh, yeah, because oh. Cal suggested Oh, I okay. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, West Brisbane Panthers, their preseason comp in the B- the BRL preseason comp starts next week and a uh, week after, maybe. Must I'm be. Sure. No, it must be the week after. Not this weekend, the week after. The 14th, that'd be the same weekend as the NRL. Uh, Valleys and West, traditional rivals, two traditional BRL clubs. Both uh, coaches know each other well in Nathan Hughes at Valleys and. Uh, big Triggs at West should be a cracker. Um, one of the boys, West boys, did mention to me today. Said, "I wonder if this, if we get matches for this, because this counts as a game." So it'd be interesting to find out if Trigg, if you could answer this anonymous man's question, will the boys be getting matches? I'll answer it hundred percent. No, you're not getting matches. Preseason yeah. comp. If All you're right. not getting matches, you're not getting matches. Yeah. All right, we'll wrap it up now. Remember, don't be a mercenary. Stay loyal, especially to this show, because we're <laughs> b- getting bigger and better every week. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching us, and we'll see everyone next week. See you, boys. Lads.